0: Dear C, it took some time to write to you since the declaration of this global pandemic. A virus has been going around these days, claiming the lives of the weakest. It's the 13th day of lockdown here in Belgium. The coronavirus has already taken 500 lives here. Loneliness has taken over Leuven, where I'm trapped. We are advised to stay home. We can only go out to buy groceries and to take a jog or a walk. Even when we do go out, we are encouraged to go alone. Three is a crowd and theoretically illegal. Lucky are those ones who have other bodies to share their spaces with, or even the idea that their loved ones are isolated inside the same country. As for us who live alone as foreigners, we roam around our homes, breathing the same air day after day, strained by our walls. After the lockdown, everything came to a halt. Our classes, our jobs, our lives, postponed or cancelled. The response was panic. People were like ants whose nest got cracked open by a fallen tree. Everybody rushed to the grocery stores, equally overwhelmed, frantically grabbing necessities in bulks. They scrambled and ran from aisle to aisle without direction, hands reaching out to something which would most probably end up rotting in their cupboards untouched. Panic buying. It's A, about purchasing power. People would fill up their carts until each of them formed a distorted kingdom. I stood there amidst all the running kingdoms with my IKEA bag, worried if my credit card had enough to get me through the week. I live in a student residence on the second floor. From my room I can normally see the street and the daily transactions staged in it. Children going to school, bikers taking over the streets and cats peeping through their neighbour's windows. But now I see almost nothing. When the dawn's mist lifts to give way to the sun, the empty streets reveal themselves. Rarely you can catch a sight of some joggers trying to sweat out their loneliness. I have never given my window such an attention before. In a snap of a finger, these rectangular-shaped glasses became a refuge, a reality check. Writing this letter by my evening window, I can only hear an orchestra of twigs. Falling off their trees. Every day since the isolation began, I've felt like I am in between being asleep and waking up. In the deep behind my shut eyes, there is a nightmare. My skin, which hopes that this was all just a bad dream, wakes up scraped by silence. The pupils of my eyes are dilated and shrunk, wandering in laps in the rim of my lids. Yet I fail to see anything. No, nothing. Nothingness. I never thought that I'd bumped into nothingness like this in my life. Before it was just an illusion for me. But now, I know it's real. It breathes. The air tastes like anxiety and fear, fear of the unknown, fear that this will last longer or worse, things will stay like this forever. Enough about me. How are you, see? I imagine that you as well are roaming around alone these days. Aren't you afraid too, or worried at least? Sitting along my window are my three house plants. They witness the same view as I do. Do you think they ever feel loneliness? Are they happy that I am with them most of the time now? Sometimes I feel they don't want to share the window with me. It's a space that they can rightfully claim as theirs since they've learned to grow roots from that spot. Before these times I... Never bothered to put my own roots down anywhere. Because I thought that my feet would always take me anywhere. See, my head is throbbing. Lately, my feet feel like they've been dipped in an icy lake. My back has lost its spine, my teeth are non-existent. I can hear my muscles pulsate, but I can't locate my body. I can't remember the last time I've slept peacefully. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel so exhausted that you haven't realized that you already fell asleep? Yesterday, I woke up from a nap. It was 11 in the evening. I had passed out on my bed for about four and a half hours. Worry crept in me. It was an unholy hour for dinner. I remembered my grandmother saying that if I slept on a hungry stomach, my spirit would escape my body while I was asleep. It would scavenge for food on its own. If the spirit would get trapped inside of a casserole, it would die at sunrise. Its death would leave the food spoiled and rotten, And my body would then keep on sleeping forever. forever. Oh, after waking up from the nap, I made food for my spirit that was trapped and rotting inside me. I wasn't really even hungry. I just wanted to keep what was left inside of me together somehow. I am sorry, C, for sending you these letters. I know they can't convince you to come back. Please take care of yourself. And of us all. Write me back. J.